Hello, I'm Emily Hawthorne, a Middle East and North Africa analyst at Stratfor, a RAIN company. This podcast is brought to you by Stratfor Worldview, RAIN's premier digital publication for objective geopolitical intelligence and analyses. Sign up for the free Stratfor newsletter at worldview.stratfor.com. Welcome to Rain's Essential Geopolitics Podcast, powered by Stratfor. I'm Emily Donahue. A country in chaos is how it's being described, and a populace in fear. As the United States finalizes its withdrawal from Afghanistan, a recent report predicts that the nation's capital, Kabul, could fall to the Taliban within weeks. What would that mean for the country? Here with answers is Ekta Raghavanshi, Stratfor South Asia analyst for RAIN. Welcome to the podcast, Ekta. Thank you, Emily. Pleasure to be here. Can we hop right in? Maybe you could give us an overview of the current situation in Afghanistan. Sure, I would love to. So we know since the withdrawal began in May, the Taliban has intensified its offensive to capture and gain control of territories in Afghanistan. Its strategy was initially to focus on the countryside and gain territories there while surrounding the provincial capitals to put pressure on the government before attacking the cities itself. As we know now, Taliban controls about 65% of the territory in the country. It has also gained strategic border crossings and access and control to them throughout its borders from Iran to China, effectively cutting off the revenue system of the government. The major ones being the Iranian crossing of Islam Kala and the Pakistani crossing of Spin Baldak, which was also its access to the sea. Taliban now has captured 9 out of the 34 provincial capitals in the country. So it is moving very fast and it, it understands the advances in the country. Taliban also carried out an attack in Kabul city in the past week, targeting the acting defense minister, which also shows its capability to invade even the protected zones in the capital. Taliban is naturally moving very fast to secure its gains. The Afghan security forces, on the other hand, appear to be losing ground due to the lack of communication, the morale, and they have lost the support of the U.S. contractors who helped them maintain their air fleet. The air cover that was provided by the U.S. was a major part of tackling the Afghan fighters on the ground. Now the U.S. is helping the Afghan soldiers through airstrikes, but it is uncertain if these airstrikes would continue after the complete withdrawal from, from the country. Back to what you're describing makes it look like a takeover is seemingly imminent. If that's the case, what would Afghanistan under another Taliban rule look like? Unfortunately, it, it, it is an uncertain future for Afghanistan. But there are a few scenarios that could emerge out of the current situation. It looks like uh, we will see some form of civil war in the country, which could be multi-front and multi-party. The Taliban could end up in clashes against local ethnic groups and militias like the ones in the Herat region in the west or we could also see some form of resurgence of the northern alliance where the ethnic Tajiks rally against the Taliban in the north with the government forces fighting the Taliban in Kabul. We know that such militias are already fighting alongside the government but in the long run we could see infighting among such groups as well. 
because their loyalty to the government is not binding. Afghanistan is an ethnically diverse region where the groups are further divided by difficult terrain. And due to the instability in the country in the past decades, a conventional sense of national unity has not been formed. Another scenario could be a forceful takeover by Taliban, but this seems less likely because Taliban would like to avoid condemnation from the regional neighbors as well as international community. There is one other scenario where we can see some sort of political situation that could emerge where Taliban wields substantially greater power in the future governance of the country. And Taliban seems to be in a stronger negotiating position currently on accounts of its territorial gains. So this is also one of the likely outcomes. What is important to note here is we do not see a foreign actor or a regional player intervening in Afghanistan, at least militarily. There could be diplomatic outreaches with Taliban or the government, but we do not see an outside player coming in like we have seen in the past. Well, in that case, what might other countries in the region consider their security implications with this impending change in Afghanistan? Yeah, there are very serious implications for the neighborhood and the region as a whole. We, we can categorize it like for the Central Asian countries. For most Central Asian countries of Uzbekistan, Turkmenistan, Kazakhstan, as well as Tajikistan, the most important concern is the refugee flow and the refugee crisis into their own countries. Tajikistan, Tajikistan has been a favored des destination due to prevalence of ethnic Tajiks in the north of Afghanistan as well. Iran is also equally cons concerned about the refugee crisis, since many Afghans transit through Iran to Turkey and onwards to Europe for asylum. Borders of such countries are currently being secured with intense and increased military presence to deal with the fallout of the violence in their territories. For example, we have seen Tajikistan has deployed additional 20,000 troops in the past month. It has also carried out military exercises with Russia, and many such exercises have been planned in the near future. Pakistan itself, which has a huge boundary with Afghanistan, is concerned about its own security. Since Taliban control over Afghanistan, would give space for groups like Tariqe Taliban Pakistan or TTP, which could train and carry out attacks in Pakistan, which targets Pakistan is particularly. In the case of China, we see it is concerned about the resurgence of groups like ETIM or East Turkestan Islamic Movement, which is a Muslim separatist group founded by militant Uyghurs members of the Turkic-speaking ethnic majority in the northwest China's Xinjiang province. Naturally, in the extended neighborhood, terrorism in India is a major concern. Groups like the JEM or the Jaisi Muhammad and the LET or the lashkar e have been known to operate from the border regions of the Afghanistan-Pakistan region. An unstable and volatile Afghanistan could provide strategic depths for such militant groups to carry out attacks. Also, as per the recent UN report, the Taliban is being aided on ground by fighters of groups like Al-Qaeda, ETIM, TTP and IMU, which significantly increases the risk of terrorism in the region and the West alike. 
Ekta Raghuvanshi is Stratfor South Asia analyst at Rain. Thank you so much. Thank you, Emily. You can get regular updates on South Asian geopolitics. Sign up for our free newsletter from Rain. Find out more at worldview.stratfor.com. That's worldview.stratfor.com. I'm Emily Donahue. Thanks for listening. Thank you.